So it's probably not news to you that I work 25 hours a week max. You hear me talk about it often enough, right? But what on earth do I do with that time? Apparently, that's something that many of you are interested in. So I like to oblige and feel like an open book for you ladies. Because if you know me at all by now, you'll know that teaching you what I've learned is like a compulsion. (laughs) And so I absolutely have to share that with you. And I have definitely learned how to make more money without increasing my hours whilst keeping my sanity and sense of balance firmly intact. If you want that for yourself, then this episode is for you. I am peeling back the curtain on my life and business and sharing with you exactly what goes on behind the scenes over here at Cory Javid Limited. How do my days shape up? What do I do and what don't I do on a daily basis? What kind of habits have I cultivated which enable me to keep growing financially without sacrificing what's important to me? It's my intention that today you'll be able to take away some of the things that I've learned about building your business in part-time hours so that you can implement them in yours. So let's do this, ladies. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hey, hey, Limitless Mothers, it's Corrie Javid here from CorrieJavid.com. How are you doing? Are you having a good day? Welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. If it's your first time, welcome. Um, So today, I want to talk to you about my working week. I'm going to tell you why and how it relates to you in just a second. I'm going to give you a sneak peek behind the scenes of a typical working week inside of my business and what it looks like to actually run a business in just 25 hours a week or less what that actually really looks like. Uh, But this is part of my topic, which is money month. Money month. Are you enjoying it? I am having a blast creating all of this free content for you on the topic of making money on your terms. I hope you have been enjoying all of it. And I've been loving the messages from you. So just thank you so much for those. And also, I'm just really appreciative because I get um, emails from, I use uh, a company called Chartable. They send you emails about how your podcast is performing, which is a really nice, succinct way of receiving that information. And (laughs) I keep getting um, notifications that my podcast is like in the charts. When I say in the charts, I'm not talking like, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not talking like top five or anything like that. But in the charts for say business and management and marketing, that type of thing, podcasts in various different countries around the world. It's like, it's like the Limitless Mothers podcast is doing some kind of world tour. And it just, it, it makes me smile so much to think that people are listening from around the globe. So I'm just going to give you a few of the countries that uh, the Limitless Mother podcast has charted in recently because they might surprise you. So 
Uh, first one was Ghana. So hello to you if you're tuning in from Ghana. Thank you for joining. Then a couple of weeks after that, it was the Netherlands. Hello to the Netherlands. Um, a couple of weeks after that, it was El Salvador, which was slightly less surprising because we'd had the beautiful Caro on the show. She hails from El Salvador. So that makes total sense that some of her peeps were tuning in. And recently, just this week, I had notifications that we are on the chart in Japan. So hello. I feel, I feel like I should have now... I'm regretting the fact that I didn't go and uh, learn myself some greeting in each of those native languages. That would have been the classy thing to do, wouldn't it? But hey, here we are. I'm saying hello. Um, and so I just found that really wonderful. Isn't isn't the internet an incredible thing that we get to speak to people all around the world? So anyway, just feeling super appreciative of that and also just ever so slightly amused in a way that it's just lovely to think that people around the world are tuning in and um, it's exceeded my expectations so far. So thank you so much for everybody who listens and who shares it with their friends. Sharing is caring, so I love you for that. Uh, so I'm in a super great mood this week. I mean, when am I not? Um, that's, you know, I don't want to give paint a completely unrealistic picture I'm not in a super great mood all the time. I'm not like, I don't know, some kind of cartoon bunny over here. Why did that come to mind? Who knows? But I am just genuinely a kind of buoyant person because I work on my mindset to make it that way, just saying. Um, but anyway, I am in an extra great mood this week because I spent all of my Monday at a beautiful spa in the English countryside, settled, nestled in amongst like the most beautifully manicured lawns and gardens with the most attentive and wonderful staff, uh, having pampering spa treatments and most importantly, chatting for seven full hours with my best friend in the whole wide world without being interrupted. And I think you'll agree, as a mama, that is a big deal for us, right? So that was just such a lovely start to the week. And while I was there, mid-massage, and also um, when I was just sitting and looking out at the trees, because I got there super early, because I was super key <laughs> before my friend arrived, I, in those, both of those two occasions, I had some, what I would call, downloads from the universe. So some really exciting ideas of ways that I want to be helping more of you, making more of an impact, giving you the tools, the techniques that you need to be making more money and having fun while doing it. Um, massively driven by financial empowerment for you. And so I had just some waves of inspiration while I was there. So keep listening because I will reveal more of that as and when I've kind of fully processed it and started putting those plans into action. But it made me super excited. And part of that is because, as you know, I'm in this millionaire mastermind. And so my brain is thinking in different ways now. You have to think differently if you're going to be a seven-figure business owner and, you know, that doesn't matter if that's not your goal now. Have a think about where you want to be financially and start thinking from that place. Start making decisions from that place because whatever got you to where you are now is great and should be celebrated, but your thinking always has to upgrade to get to the next level for whatever you're doing. Anyway, that was a little side note pep talk for you. So I want to tell you why I'm doing this sneak peek into my work week as part of Money Month. Well, first of all, do you know, I find this kind of surprising, maybe you don't, but uh, an insight into my work week and how I manage my schedule is the most requested topic for the show. I find that quite funny just because I feel like, why is anyone that interested in what I'm doing with my week? But then at the same time, I also get it because 
I'm super fascinated in other people who I follow online and who I'm interested in, even just my friends who are business owners too. I'm always like, so what does that look like for you? So so I kind of get it, but it's also just kind of uh, amusing, isn't it, when somebody's super interested in what you're doing. So, But I thought um, it's worth sharing it with you this week, specifically in Money Month, because I have, as you know, built my business to replace my corporate salary within three months, doubled it within seven, hit my first five-figure month, 11 months into my business, all while working 25 hours a week or less. And of course, I've shared on the show different strategies that I've used, different tactics and practical tips and advice that you can steal that I've learned from doing that. But I think there's just something about getting to sneak behind the scenes and have a look at some of the habits that go into making that a reality, some of the sort of working practices that you could perhaps steal for yourself um, and make it work for however many hours you want to be working in your business. Because I think the same kind of principles are going to bear out for anybody. So I'm going to talk you through it, but then I also have some key takeaways for you. So keep listening for those. So obviously, my work week is going to look different to yours. But it's my hope that in sharing this, I'm going to get you thinking about how you can leverage the time that you have to make more money. So that's specifically why I'm including this in Money Month, because my business has been entirely built on the premise that I'm going to keep increasing my income and never my hours. And I know this is going to be kind of annoying to hear if it's not how you're feeling, but I do enjoy a genuine sense of balance in my life most of the time, okay? Not 100% of the time, not painting an unrealistic picture. But I think that's really important to know. And that's one of the reasons why I'm happy to pull back the curtain and show you behind the scenes of what that looks like. Because I'm sick, as I've talked about before, I'm sick of this story that gets banded about the internet, that balance is a myth or balance isn't possible for you if you're a mother and business owner. It absolutely is. But that doesn't mean it comes supernaturally or super easily. It's something that you have to cultivate with intention. So that's happened to me because I'm committed to it. It hasn't happened by accident. It's happened by design. So earning more money without increasing my hours by design, feeling a sense of balance in my life by design. And I show up for that and recommit to that every day. So that's not to say that it's like just something that you set once and forget. But it is totally possible. And so that's my other desire in sharing this with you today on the show. And I'm hoping that it's going to inspire you to create and cultivate that feeling. And it is a feeling, let's be honest, with balance, that feeling of balance for yourself. It's totally possible for you. So but just before we dive into my working week, I do want to give you one caveat here. This is how my work week looks now. Obviously, <laughs> this is the point of the show. But of course, my work week looked different at the beginning of my business or halfway between the beginning of my business and where I am now. And it's likely going to look different six months from now. And it will certainly look different in some ways when I get to seven figures. However, the hours that I'm working won't change. And many of the habits that I have... Um, integrated into my working week and into my life are the things that are going to continue serving me. So even though my work week and the kind of support that I get and the kind of things that I do might look different from you and your business, there's still loads of takeaways, I think, that you can use in your own life and business. Okay, let's do it. So I'm going to give you, first of all, an overview of the week. And then I'm going to talk about some of the breakdown of some of the daily activities. 
So on a Monday, I work five hours. So I work 10 till three, typically. Um, and I don't do any client calls on a Monday. And, and I don't do any client calls on a Friday. Those are my two shortest day of the w- days of the week. I quite like an easy lead in and an easy lead out to the week. Um, I spend more time with my daughter on a Monday and a Friday um, around school. And so that works really well for me. And I also like starting the week with sort of CEO activities. So what do I mean by that? Things like looking at my business finances. That's something that should be in your schedule, right? I know it's something we shy away from. I'm going to be talking about that more in on the show in the coming um, episodes. So stay tuned for that. But um, that's something that I do any kind of strategic planning or big picture thinking for my business. I quite like to do that on a Monday. Um, so anything that's that kind of CEO time or thinking big picture about um, my team, the lovely VAs that support me, any way that I want to be maybe building relationship more with them or what work they can be doing or how I can be empowering them to have more ownership um, for the things that they're doing, basically so I can get out of their way so they can do the amazing job that they're sort of there for. So those are the kinds of activities that I typically do on a Monday. And I also often record this podcast on a Monday, although not always. And I plan out and often write content on a Monday. So that's what a Monday looks like. There's notice in there, I didn't talk about answering emails. I didn't talk about social media. Although actually, to be fair, every day I do check in with my Facebook group pretty much every day. Occasionally there's a day I miss. Um, And sometimes Instagram, but I am not on social media a ton. So I love social media. I love, love connecting with my audience um, over there. But I don't do it all day every day because that means that I can't show up and serve my clients. I can't show up and create this podcast, for example, which does take quite a bit of work, just saying. Um, And so um, I have to prioritize my time in that way. And so I'm really intentional about how I spend my time. So Mondays are for the podcast, for CEO time and for content on the whole. So that's what my Mondays look like. Um, And then Tuesdays, I start really quite late. So 11 at the earliest. And that's for a couple of reasons. Tuesdays is the one day of the week that I work in the evening. So because I have clients all over the globe, I'm really fortunate to be blessed with clients in all different countries. I like to be flexible with the appointments that I make available to them uh, so that I can serve them at a time that works for them as well. So I have one beautiful client in New Zealand who often um, speaks with me on a Tuesday evening. And I like having that time available for her, but I don't want that to mean that I'm working then a really long day and into the night because for me, that's not the best way to keep um, my energy levels up. So I start late. And then because of that late start, that's when I've put in time with my personal trainer on a Tuesday morning. So I go to the gym later. I spend longer there than I normally would because I'm with him. And then I come home and I do my usual routine. Now, something I didn't mention about on the Monday is every day, before I start my work, I will do mindset activities every single day without fail. It's not a nice to have, ladies. You've probably heard me say that before. It is essential. It just makes my days run more smoothly. It makes me more proactive. It helps me keep focused. It helps me show up for my clients in the best way possible. I could go on, but that is something that's happening every day before I actually, um, 
dive into any kind of client work or content creation or anything like that. So, and I do see it as a kind of business activity, if that makes sense, but I don't always include it in my tally of hours. Does that make sense to you? So even though I think it's critical to my success as a business owner, it doesn't feel like work to me and it doesn't feel like it's a, even though I say it's a business activity, it doesn't, I don't kind of count it hours wise that way. So if we were talking about how many hours I work in a week, if you were going to add in some mindset work, it might be sometimes over 25, not very much, maybe across the week, an hour over. Um, but actually most weeks I do less than 25 hours anyway, but just to, wanted to be completely transparent with you on that front. Um, so yeah, so on a Tuesday, I start really late. I also, um, worth mentioning every single day I take, a typically an hour for lunch. So I don't spend a whole hour eating just because I'm a really fast eater. <laughs> but I do take downtime in the middle of the day. I'll quite often watch something a bit silly or uplifting on Netflix um, for 20 minutes while I'm eating. Or that's the time of day that I might do something like um, unload the dishwasher or put on a load of wash. Now I'm telling you that because I'm not doing that at any other times during my working day. I'm not taking a break to quickly dash downstairs and hang the washing outside. I'm not taking a break to quickly nip to the shops and buy bread and milk. I literally don't do it. I have really rigid boundaries of my work time is my work time. But because I do still need to do some jobs and chores and I don't want to always have to do them when my daughter's around, I have that kind of lunch hour in the middle of the day where I will make and eat my lunch, but then I might potter about and get some other things done. I also just like having that pause in the middle of the day to kind of regain my focus and come back with renewed energy. And I might sometimes, if while I'm doing jobs, I might listen to a podcast, for example, or an audio book or something like that. So that's a break that I have in the middle of every day. But Tuesday starts really late. So I basically just start just before lunch, do a tiny bit and then break for lunch. Um, and then I have some calls in the afternoon. It's typically just calls on a Tuesday. No other work gets done other than client work. Um, oh, that's what I didn't mention on a Monday. That's the other thing that I do. So every single day I do client work. But on a Tuesday, it's just generally client calls. Um, and I have a call in the evening as well. And so I do six hours on a Tuesday. And on a Wednesday, I start, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I start between 10 and 11, typically 10 on a Friday, but between 10 and 11 on a Wednesday and Thursday, I often go to the gym in the morning. Um, I like to start my day that way. I don't take my daughter to school. My husband does that most days, um, which means that I get to go off and toodle off to the gym and start my day with a bit of exercise, which makes me feel much more energized for a day. And I feel like it's some mindset work going to the gym, partly because I'll listen to something really inspiring or empowering on um, my headphones while I'm there. I quite often have really great ideas, but also it's just the actual, like the releasing of the endorphins at that time of day is really useful for me too. Also, I am just not the type of person who can be relied on to go to the gym at any other time of the day. So they say that um, designing your like life for habits that suit you is the important thing, not willpower. And I'm a massive believer in that. I will put my gym clothes out next to my bed the night before. I will have packed my gym bag so there is just no chance for me to decide not to go it's already decided so I get up I put on my gym clothes and I go I don't do anything else first um, and I leave the whole 
getting ready for school malarkey to my husband. <laughs> so that works for me. Um, and again, I'm not saying any of these things have to work for you, but this is just some insight into how I work. And I think that going to the gym is an important part of kind of my workday because I just feel really um, inspired when I come back and I feel like, you know, on cloud nine because I've just been and done a great workout. Even if I haven't done a great workout, even if I've just gone and done something, I just find it a really energizing start to my day. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you start between 10 and 11, um, definitely 11, if not later on a Tuesday. Wednesday is more client calls um, and occasionally some other sort of project-based work. So if I was about to release a new template, for example, into the Limitless Mother template shop, I might be... Um, giving my team what they need to help me with that or looking over some of the work that they've done. Um, what else might I do? If I have any other project-based work going on in my business, if I'm going to release something or do something new, I might do it then. Um, or if I might be doing things like connecting with guests for the show, for example, and organizing interview times um, and all that good stuff. So anything that's kind of a bit strategic, I might be doing actually doing the doing, not the planning, but the doing on um, a Wednesday um, around client calls. So I will have some client calls, not as many as Tuesday. Tuesday is my kind of fullest day for client calls typically. And again, on Thursday is pretty similar. So um, typically though, only in the afternoon, I will have client calls and the morning I keep free for that kind of project-based work. It could be, you know, adding a couple of extra emails to the sequence of my funnels or talking to Kim about our strategy for our Facebook ads that are running or, you know, all of that kind of working on the business type of stuff happens on a Wednesday and Thursday. Um, and then on a Friday, no client calls. So I have client calls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and on a Friday, I don't. And a Friday is um, a shorter day again. And so actually, I've just said that. I've just wrote down the hours that I work. It's not. So Monday, I work five hours. Friday, I work five. Tuesday, six. And Wednesday and Thursday, four and a half each. And Fridays is more podcasting. So I will either be um, outlining my shows for the um, coming week um, or planning my content or I will actually be recording and I will finish up any CEO week uh, work for the week that's still remaining but no calls on a Friday typically unless I occasionally have a discovery call on a Friday um, and then the other thing that I didn't mention that happens every day is around my daughter's bedtime so she's the age now where she is perfectly able to get herself ready for bed as long as you don't just tell her to go upstairs and do it so somebody needs to be upstairs but if I'm in the same room she'll mess about and won't get it done get her like her teeth brushed as quickly or have her shower or get her pajamas on as quickly but she'll do it much quicker and we get more story time and more snuggle time if I'm around but not in the same room <laughs> is this resonating with anybody so um Every evening on a weekday, I will spend um, maybe 20 minutes, maybe half an hour, maybe up to an hour, but typically um, around half an hour mark, just doing one final check into Basecamp. So if you don't know what Basecamp is, Basecamp is a tool, it's basically like an app that I use with all of my private coaching clients to support them between calls. So it's not just the calls that we have, the one-to-one -one calls. I give them massive amounts of support that they need between the calls. So it could be looking through a client's um, website copy if they're doing a website refresh or repositioning themselves or a new website or it could be um, helping them through a mindset wobble um, that happens right 
It could be working on their financial plan. It doesn't, it could be literally anything. So um, so I, I check in during the day, um, during my working days, each of the days, but also I do another check-in at around that time just because that's a good time of day for me to just come upstairs, have maybe... It could be, it depends what my clients need. Could be 15 minutes, could be up to an hour. But normally because I've checked in already earlier in the day, it's not that amount of time. It's on average about half an hour. So that's included in my like work hour tallies. So that's what my days look like. So I only work one evening in terms of client calls. And on the other evenings, I don't do any other work either. Um, very, very rarely, unless I've done something in the day that squeezed my available work time. Like I met a friend for coffee, then I might do a couple of hours in the evening if I felt like I wanted to, but I'm not an evening worker. It's just not my good time of day. <laughs> Kim, who wonderfully edits this podcast, will tell you that if I ever, for some reason, record the podcast in the evening, it takes her way longer to edit because I make way more mistakes, get completely caught up in my words and can't can't actually say what I'm trying to say. So so because I know this about myself, then I structure my week in this way so that I'm working, as you'll notice, not really early in the day, very much around the middle of the day because that's when I'm most sharp. So the other question that I get a lot of is, do you ever work on weekends? Um, and so I'll be completely um, honest with you about that. I don't like to work on weekends because I find that I'm not as engaged with the work that I'm doing if I do it. So I can't do as good a job or give it as much energy as I would like to. And also because weekends are family time and that's precious time. And so if I feel like I need to do some work on a weekend, then I'm going to be thinking about it and the fact that I need to do it and then not totally present with my daughter. So as a general rule, I don't. However, if I have the sort of week where um, maybe I haven't worked the hours that I would normally work, maybe I decided to take a day off or a couple of days off to do something like go to the spa or um, my daughter was out of school or, or something else was going on, then I might carve out an hour or two but I would do it at very kind of specific times of day so I might do it first thing in the morning and tell my husband and daughter like hey I need to like an hour I need two hours I'm gonna be in my office and then I'm done I like to kind of do it and get it out of the way or occasionally if say my daughter is with my parents for an afternoon which occasionally happens on the weekend not that often but they like to look after her and spend time with her sometimes then I might decide to do a little bit of work I'd more likely to use that time though for some kind of big picture planning because it's nice to have that extra space mentally for that type of thing um and and again it, the, the only other thing that I might do on the weekend would be some content if my work week one side or the other side of the weekend was going to be completely squeezed. So as a general rule, no, but I do make exceptions to that rule. <clears throat> so just to answer that question. Okay, so that's a kind of general overview of how a typical work week goes for me. But there's a couple of things that I really want to point out to you that some of them I've kind of touched on, but I really want to make some of them clear. Some of the, the daily activities that I do, because I think that they might be things that you are doing or want to understand how that works more. So every single day, I include self-care. So for me, that looks like going to the gym. That's a big part of my self-care routine. Now, I don't go five days a week. I go three or four typically. Um, but that is included at the beginning of my day at times when I could be working and I choose to go to the gym instead. Like, let's be honest about that. I make that decision. 
So I do have more hours in my week than 25, but I prioritize looking after myself. So I have time in for that. I have that time in the middle of my day, which is time that I get to reset as well. I will sometimes do things like you've probably heard me talk about this for take a bath in the middle of the afternoon. Or if I, for some reason, haven't slept well, I will take a nap in the middle of the day. I won't kind of power through. So self-care is really important to me and it's something that I know when I'm feeling great and rested and well taken care of, I show up best for my business and my clients. So it just makes sense to me. And so that's why it is a priority. Um, the other thing I sometimes do is just take a quick yoga break in the afternoon, which is just great to, if you've been sitting at your desk doing, for me, doing some client calls back to back, I'll get up and do some yoga stretches, or I might go and meditate for five minutes. So that's all different self-care things that work for me. Um, you know, for you, it could be going for a walk or having an app or whatever it looks like for you. But I never feel guilty anymore because I've worked on that mindset piece for taking care of myself because I know it's fundamental to my business and to my family's well-being. So that's why it's included heavily in my working week. The other thing is my mindset work. So I just touched on that I do that every day. So I do some mindset work, like five minutes. If if you've got my free morning mindset routine template, then you'll know my morning mindset routine because I share it in there. Um, if you don't have it, head over to corriejavid.com um, and just at the top of the page there, you can grab it for yourself. Uh, but I do mindset work every single day, Monday to Sunday. I don't take a day off, and but it will look different on a work day than it will on a non-work day. So on a work day, every single day, well, every day I get up and I journal. And that's a non-negotiable for me. And it's extremely rare that I miss a day. Maybe if I'm on holiday, I might miss a day or two, but even then I like to do it. It just works so well for me. And it keeps me so kind of buoyant mentally that I'm really reluctant to ever let it go. And that's been really critical to my success. So that's one of my key kind of success habits. And the other thing that I do, so I do that first thing, but then I'll quite often have a gap between obviously waking up and starting my workday, sometimes several hours, as you may have noticed by my timings there. Like, you know, I might get up at, say, 6.45 or 7 and then not start work until 10 or 11. Now, what am I doing until 10 or 11? Well, I'm going to the gym. I'm having a cup of tea. I'm eating my porridge. I like to look out at the garden while I do that. Sometimes I will actually stay at the gym and eat there because they have really nice omelets. Um, so uh, so I'm doing things that feel good anyway, which, you know, is what mindset work is all about. And during my time at the gym, I might, like I mentioned, I might be listening to something that gets me in that really high vibe state. But the other piece of mindset work that I will do is I'll do a short, sharp burst of something before I actually sit down and do my actual work for the day. So I don't look at any client messages or respond to anything from my clients until I've done something that's going to make me feel good. That's my commitment to them. That's not about me kind of just being really self-indulgent. That's me getting myself primed to be the best coach that I know how to be. Uh, and so I will do something like, um, and again, it's just short and sharp, something like listening to a five-minute really uplifting song or meditating, or saying some affirmations out loud, just something that gets me in that positive mental state. So that's something I do every day. The other thing that I didn't mention when I was running through my activities that I do every single day is the night before my work day, I will plan my activities. 
for the next day. And this has been an absolute game changer for me. So I adopted this practice last summer when I decided to take huge swathes of the summer off. And I thought, how am I going to keep my business not only afloat, but growing through this time when I am going to be working way less than 25 hours. So in August, I worked half my typical hours for the month. I worked 48 hours in the entire month. Um, so just to give you a bit of insight, but, and I also worked a lot less in July too. And then August was my biggest cash month to date at that point. So, um, how did I do that? Well, this is where this planning activity came into place. So I had been playing around with various different ways of managing my schedule. I don't know if you've been there, bought the planners, tried this, tried that. Nothing was really working for me. And this was an amalgamation of various other things that I'd seen other people doing and I made it work for me. So I will set an intention for the next day so that I'm being really intentional about my energy and how I'm showing up for my business. So if I know, for example, that I've got a full day of client calls on, then I will set my intention for how I'm going to show up according to that. So it could be my intention is to feel really engaged and present um, and show up and be a great listener and allow great support to kind of channel to me and through me or something like that. You could think about what you want to be doing based on your activities. Um, the other thing that I do is I have very clear focuses in my business. So I know exactly what my priorities are. And I only ever have three areas of focus, never anymore. So currently they look like my client's always number one in my business, my podcast always second, and then the Limitless Mother template shop. So I will put those on my planner every single day, which sounds like a lot of repetition, but it actually helps me keep completely laser focused on where I'm going with my business and what I'm doing and why. And then I set my activities based on those things. So I have this whole planning system, which helps me to show up every day and do something that moves the needle, but it also helps me to finish my day feeling like I have accomplished things that I wanted to accomplish, that I have made progress and feeling satisfied. Because guess what? As a business owner, our work is never done. We're never complete. You never get there and sit back and relax. There's always more you could be doing. So one of the reasons why I know it's so easy to feel overwhelmed is because you always are aware of the magnitude of the more that you could be doing. So this was, like I say, a game changer for me because I found a way to finish my day feeling satisfied with what I've done. I'm going to talk a bit more about that tool that I use a little bit later, but that's what I do every single day. And that's how I show up and work in a really proactive way and leverage my time most effectively. That's how I grow my business without growing my hours is this, this one tool has really changed things for me. And it looks so simple, but it's using it in a disciplined way has made all the difference. So that's something that I do every day. Um, I work with my clients every single day. So I'm in base camp, like I mentioned, at least twice a day, every single day, even if, and this might surprise you, even if I'm on holiday. So I'm going away soon to France. I won't be available for client calls, but I will be in base camp every day. Um, somebody said to me, oh, don't you want to feel like you have a proper break? <laughs> for me, I'm like, well, that I'm still having a proper break because I might just dip in for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes in the morning, 15, 20 minutes in the evening. We're hardly talking about huge swathes of time, but I am obsessed with my clients. Like they are so important to me and they feel like friends too. So to be dipping into base camp does not feel like work, even though I'm supporting them and that's what I get paid to do. It feels like fun to check in with them and see what's going on with them and seeing how I can help them and serve them. So 
just giving you full transparency on that piece too. Um, the other thing that I do every single day is I will spend some time engaging online and social media, but not tons of time. I'm really disciplined about that, ladies, because it's a black hole, isn't it? And as much as I would love to spend loads of time connecting with everybody, all the amazing people in my Facebook group or all the amazing people who follow me on Instagram or on the other accounts who who I follow, um, that's just not the best use of my time. Because if I spent hours doing that, and believe me, I could probably spend all day doing that, couldn't you? If like if we were if we were given that luxury of time, um, I could. But then I wouldn't get to do things like this, or I wouldn't get to show up for my clients in the way that I'm committed to. Um, and then the last thing I do is I will just check in with Carly most days as well. So I have two other beautiful VAs that help me. So Kim does the podcast. I'll check in her with most days, depends because she's doing the podcast and she's also running Facebook ads for me right now. Um, and Claire and I communicate more sporadically because hers is more kind of like project work doing tech stuff for me but Carly and I check in most days and just talk about where we're at and what's going on so those are the kind of things that I am doing across the board so here are my key takeaways because you know I don't know maybe that was interesting to you maybe it wasn't I can't be the judge of that because that's just my work week but like I said it's my most requested topic so there it is for you <laughs> um but my key takeaways for you because I want this to be super relevant to you are the following. So I've got five things that I kind of really want to point out to you and want to get you thinking about in your life and business because this is how this works for me. Let's talk about how this can work for you. The first thing is, is I have designed my week with intention, not by accident. I decided what I want an ideal work week to look like and I made that happen. I thought about how can I make this happen? How can I show up for my business and my daughter? How can I show up for my business and maintain my health? How can I show up for my business and my clients and still develop and progress um, in myself and have my own personal growth journey? Because the other thing that I haven't mentioned there is what I do with my evenings often, not always, often watching Netflix with my husband, if I'm honest, but often I will spend some time in the evenings doing personal development work. So that could be uh, working with my coach or it could be doing some very targeted journaling around something that I'm working through, something like that. But I designed my week with intention. You get to design your week with intention. If you don't love your work weeks, if you don't love your schedule and the way things play out for you, get really clear on what you would love and then think to yourself, how can I make this happen? How could this be possible for me? It is possible for you. So that's the first thing. The second thing I'd love you to take away is I don't feel all of my child-free hours with work. Now, I will acknowledge that that's partly because my daughter is in school. So I have those chunks of time where I know that she's being looked after. And if your child is not school age and you are short on childcare, then I get it that you have less time to work with. So you might need to expand into those hours more. However, I know that if I can squeeze in some mindset work and some self-care into all of my child, into every day that I have child-free hours, then I show up for my business activities better. So even though it can feel like a bit of a luxury or a nice to have, I firmly believe that it helps me to show up in a big way for my business and keeps the needle moving on my business because I'm not ever getting burnt out, right? So I don't fill all my child-free hours with work, like working 
inside my business. And the third thing is, well, I've just mentioned it. I've, I prioritize mindset and self-care, right? So if you're not prioritizing them in some way in your life, now it might not be your child-free hours. Maybe you need to ask somebody to look after the kids for 10 minutes. You know, if you've got somebody around at home, look after the kids for 10 minutes while you go off and meditate for five and journal for five. You know, we're not talking about huge chunks of time here, but it does need to be a priority. And I believe that. And I think that if you only had three hours to work in your day, I would at least spend 15 minutes of those three hours doing something to get you in the right frame of mind, prime yourself, get yourself into that peak state. And then the rest of the time that you have, you will use it so much better. And the thing that's really made it a game changer for me, well, there's so many points I could go into. um, But one of the things is that it's really helped me stay focused on what's important to my business and helped me show up in a proactive way. For me, that's one of the things that mindset work does for me. It helps me to remember what I'm working towards and it helps me to feel less reactive and more proactive. Okay, the fourth thing is I use a system that lets me stay crazy focused so I can leverage the heck out of my time. So that was why I was talking about my daily planner that I use. Um, A lot of my clients use it and absolutely love it too. And that's my system for making sure that I'm choosing activities for the next day that will help me to progress towards my goals. And so I'm doing that every day. I'm taking actions now. Sometimes they're baby steps. Sometimes they're tiny actions because I have a full day of of client work, for example, and I can only fit in like a 10 minute action. But just having something that I'm doing every single day to move me even a little tiny amount towards my goals makes a big deal. And it means that I am leveraging my time really effectively. So I'd love you to think about, do you have a system that helps you to stay crazy focused on what is important for your business and what your business needs from you um, and helps to keep you on the right track? Or are you kind of just having a huge to-do list, which used to be me, showing up, looking at the to-do list, feeling kind of panicked, jumping into emails or jumping on social media, into some kind of spiral from there, finishing the day, having felt busy and not having got a ton done. That used to be, be me, so I totally get it doesn't have to be you though you can find a system that works for you and the fifth thing is I cultivate balance so I enjoy a sense of balance not because I'm lucky let's be honest about that okay there are things that could be worse in my life that could make it more difficult you know if I was caring for an, an elderly parent or relative for example um, then of course so there may be things that are more challenging to your sense of balance but we are responsible for our sense of balance and balance is a feeling. Balance is not the fact that I work 25 hours a week. I could work 25 hours a week and feel like my balance is completely off because it's how you feel. It's how you feel at the end of those hours. It's how you feel in your downtime that makes a difference. Balance is something you have to be recommitting to all the time. That's what I do. I commit to this daily to feeling a sense of balance and I'm constantly assessing it to see if I feel like something needs to be addressed to get my balance feeling back on track. So things that I do are like not taking on too many one-to-one coaching clients. That's one of the reasons why I have a waiting list is I have more hours in the day. I could, you know, I start my days at 10 or 11. I could be starting my days at nine and serving a number of more clients and making more money that way. But my sense of balance would go and I wouldn't get to show up for those clients in the way that I do with the number of clients that I have right now. So 
that's one of my boundaries. Another one is I have hired help. So yes, I have three VAs working with me in different capacities and for different various amounts of hours. And that's one of the ways that I maintain that sense of balance. And I invested in that support before it was quote unquote logical, right? Um, And the other thing, like just small things, like I keep my phone on airplane mode. I put it on airplane mode before I go to bed and I don't take it off airplane mode until after I've been to the gym, come home, had my cup of tea and had my breakfast because I don't want to be working during that time. So if I'm getting messages during that time, my brain starts working. If I'm seeing notifications during that time, my brain starts working and it all puts me into that reactive state. So one of the reasons I'm able to achieve so much in my short-ish working week, 25 hours or less, is because I am have these practices in place and I'm really disciplined about certain things that are going to help me show up as the best version of me. And one of those things is, is not getting my brain churning and working on things when it's not work time for me. Does that make sense? So, um, and then also, like I said, not working evenings because for me, I'm happy to do one a week and, you know, occasionally I might do something else on another day. But if I do on those days, I will reduce the amount of time in earlier in the day that I'm working and I'm really protective of my downtime. I make sure I have quite a lot of downtime in my schedule, which as a business owner and mother might be surprising, but it is essential to me. And now that, to be honest, looks like some things at home sliding (laughs) for us. You know, I do have help at home, but I, you know, um, sometimes really behind on things like life admin or laundry, but I don't beat myself up about that because I prioritize rest and recuperation because I can show up for the important things better when I do that. So I have boundaries and those boundaries have really helped me to be able to keep scaling and growing my business in 25 hours a week. Okay, so those were, one, I designed my week with intention. You get to too. Number two is I don't fill all of my child-free hours with work. You might want to think about that depending on your situation. Number three, I prioritize mindset and self-care because I show up better and I do better work when that happens. Number four, use a system that lets me stay crazy focused so I make the most of my time. And number five, I cultivate balance on an ongoing basis. And so I hope this episode has got you thinking about how you can incorporate some of these principles that help me to make more money without spending a ton of time in my business into your work week and your business. And importantly, how you can be cultivating a feeling of balance with your schedule. If you want to get your hands on some of the tools that I use to make this happen, you can go and head over to corriejaffet.com forward slash bundle and find out more about the three templates that I've parceled up for you for just $87, which is a steal given that they're normally $47 each. Um, And they include that daily planner that I talked about that I use every single day in my business to stay focused and get results. Um, It also includes the financial goal planning template that I use typically during my CEO time on a Monday to figure out my strategy for hitting my money goals, which match my lifestyle goals. Um, And also the meditation template that I use to program my mind for abundance and success. So that's something that I do most evenings before I go to bed, just FYI while we're talking about routines. Um, So all of three of those templates are in that bundle. 
which isn't a coincidence because when I was creating the bundle, I was thinking about what could I give you that I use the most frequently in my days to make more money in less time. And so what could I put together to share with you to really help you make that happen? And those are the three there. So it's the Money Making Mother Bundle. Um, go and check it out at coriejavid.com forward slash bundle if that sounds interesting to you. If you've loved today's episode and you want to find out more, head over to the show notes in your podcast player or over at coriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash work week and i will be back next time with another money month special see you then thank you for listening i appreciate you so much if you've enjoyed listening to today's show make sure you subscribe on itunes or stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes it would make my day possibly even my week if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on itunes And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.